<laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Leaving the key jangle, they don't care. Yeah. What's up? Uh, welcome to another edition of the Art and Spanchel podcast brought to you by Charlotte Shoe Repair. Charlotte Shoe Repair! Big shout out to Charlotte Shoe Repair. Check it out uh, at charlotteshoerepair.com. Big shout out to Travis and the whole crew there. Uh, I got to go visit Travis next week to get fitted for some boots. Uh, for the fall and winter season, and uh, and I'm excited, man. It's one of my favorite places to go to. Check them out online at charlotteshoerepair.com. Uh, I want to get right into it. This is going to be a uh, uh, a a quick run of a podcast because we have so much crap going on here at the station that <laughs> yeah. we're trying to fit this in amongst other things. But I want to yes. pick up from where we were at last time, and you reminded me of this, with the whole discussion. Uh, preface it again. Okay, first of all, i got to say something. Barry... Shine down, brother. If you are if you are actually listening to this, thank you. He actually was. He asked for us to. When I interviewed Zach, he was also in the room, and I talked to him too. We talked about anxiety and whatnot. You can mm-hmm. find the whole interview at q 6 fmcom Look for the Art and Span Show podcast link, or of course any podcast directory where you download podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, yep. Spotify, all that stuff. So yeah, Barry was in the room too. We were talking all that stuff, and afterwards, um. Uh, he was like, oh, so this is going to be a podcast? I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, let me, uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And he like called it up on his thing. He was like, is this the one? I was like, that's it. So we have a member from a nationally freaking huge. Internationally ba- huge yeah. band. Wow. Well, that's if he listens. You like- know what? Let's test him right now. Let's test him. My Instagram is Artemis Radio. Please follow me. <laughs> you butthole. <laughs> Mine is Mighty Span. Follow me first. Yeah. A-R-T-I-M-I-S radio, all one word. No, I'm just joking. No, that's awesome, man. I'm not. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> the most famous person that I have following me is, uh, uh, and I get a kick out of this. I have John Taffer from Bar Rescue follows me. Anthony Durrell, is so which is a uh, pro boxer, follows me. And so the uh, bassist from one of my favorite bands follows me, Left Behind. I have no idea who follows me. I'm so well. We both have Gucci Berry following us. Yes, that that much I know. And I actively, I very okay. Full disclosure: social media for the most part, I try to ignore. Like I don't, I don't care. I try to, I try to. I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah. But the one thing I make sure to check at least twice a week is Gucci Berry's Instagram feed because is. he is up to madness. Yeah, always, always. He's uh, I can't. He is up to madness. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, Like when we interviewed him, I remember making the point that it used to be that like you got your PT Barnum who would just kind of take a selection of like circus freaks yeah. and like put them in a tent and they would earn certain amount per day or whatever for sitting around and getting gawked at and made fun of by a whole bunch of like butthead people yeah. who paid to get in there. Now anyone and then they can would be that. It. Yes. Yeah. And you are in control yep. with social media. You can become an influencer and start hawking products yep. and start like going to THC and CBS and CDD and CBD and yep. whatever else shops and like hawking their products and getting stuff for free. Yeah. Like. 
You can literally change the course of your entire world because you know how to get intention. No, on an I, app. no, I think it's because you know how to get hit correctly in the balls. <laughs> in <laughs> to his put case, it bluntly. yes. Yeah. And oh my god, dude, it's a different monster, oh man. God. I mean, props to him. Yeah, we got to get him back. Uh, back in. There's a whole bunch of stuff. He's a busy that, fella, man. Yeah. Hard to get him. Yeah. In between like nut kicks, it's kind of hard god. to get to do back in the studio. Yeah, it's but, tough. But the whole precursor of doing this rapid one shot uh, or rapid as uh podcast is because i ended the last podcast well i didn't and i was hoping to have the discussion and i think i blindsided <laughs> yeah yeah i needed some time to digest that but yeah, yeah it was like okay what if your daughter mm-hmm. stepdaughter or blood daughter were to decide to become a swimsuit model like instagram the whole thing mm-hmm. like how how what would like I mean, it's her life choice. And so, how would you reconcile it? I guess I wouldn't, because you just summed it up right there. I put a lot of thought into it on the drive home. I was like, man, he really hit me with a with a banger. Like he really hit me with like some deep thought. And I was thinking to myself, who am I to tell anyone? Let alone, I mean, yeah, you could say, hey, that's my daughter. You better be getting a job in the kit. No, I'm not trying to do that. And I think that the days of of demanding that women get in the kitchen or work in an appropriate job that makes the man feel better about themselves. Those days are over. And that right. includes like swimsuit modeling. There's certain guys out there that are big, dumb idiots. If you ask me, they're like, I don't want to see a woman half naked. They need to be doing their motherly bed. That's such a old school lifestyle way of handling things that in the grand scheme of things, I, have created a lot of children, and it's a it's an ongoing joke on the podcast. Okay, <laughs> with stepchildren included, I have seven kids. You okay? like the broke assiest Brady bunch ever? Yes, yes. But I will say that, like, I would never. I ask my son quite frequently what he wants to be when he grows up, and it changes all the time. And other than saying radio DJ, I would you. never deter him. Is that the right word? Deter. Deter. Yeah. Yeah. From doing something. That he has enjoyment in or that he has interest in, no matter what it is. Um, I think it's very easy in especially this society to kind of and not to get political, but to kind of take advantage of certain systems and be and and be lazy. There are those opportunities out there. I'm watching this documentary right now called The Devil You Know, and it's about this Satanist who kills people and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But there's a side story to it involving two heroin addicts. And Watching this documentary and watching these two people do whatever it takes to get their fix, even if it's the most unethical, taking advantage of the system ways they don't care, there's plenty of that out there. There's plenty of people who live certain lives and they're just like, I'm going to be as lazy as possible. I'm going to do the least amount possible. We know those people. It's just, it's a, it's a way of life for certain people. If I had my daughter come up to me and she said, hey... I find enjoyment in this, and this makes me feel good about myself, and this makes me feel talent. Who am I to say no? And there, there, as long as it is not physically or mentally harming herself, why would I care? It's not, it's not my job to, to put a cloak over my daughter for the rest of her life and say, you get in that closet and you come out with your 90. You know, like you're going right. to live a sheltered life. Like, no. Like, and you know what? It's crazy because my dad, for instance, when I told him I wanted to go into radio— 
he came from working at Chrysler's and working at, you know, auto shops and working, you know, doing all these odds and ends jobs yeah. and, and being a, uh, you know, uh, and not in a demeaning way, but a monkey wrench, like literally, like just literally always tugging on stuff and, and fixing cars and stuff. So when I tell him that I wanted to get into radio, he didn't bat an eye. He, he helped me get the paperwork together. And that's what I want to do for my kids. Right. You know, it's, what I mean, I, w- you say that, uh-huh. but when your daughter wants you to see her calendar, or when your daughter wants you to check her Instagram post to see how awesome this latest set was, where she's like hand brawing it through the entire thing, like how do you show support then? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Are you gonna be like, oh, well, this shot is really good. Oh, careful, girl, your nipple almost popped out in that one. Like, yeah. Are you are you cool with that? Like, are you cool? And the weird thing is, yeah. you're going into a space like just to get just so you know. Before I ask you this question, I've been analyzing this question up and down, right? Yeah. And so I'll take you one step further. What if your daughter wanted to be a stripper? Again, man. Like, I can't. Now, see, I'm going to say, as a guy who's analyzed this backwards and forwards, I can say, and this is a guy who's never had a child, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm take this with a grain of salt. Big fat, big fat one, as a matter of fact. But, like, I would tell her, if you're going to do this, be the best you can and don't compromise yourself. Right. There's a way to take off your clothes with power. But there is no, there are no classes on this. I mean, you can take a stripper class, but there's no like, there's <laughs> yeah. no class yeah. on how to like maintain your dignity, negotiate yeah. trolls both in real life God. who might try and dox your like online presence for social media and or stalk media. you in real yeah, life. And st- and, like, yeah. there are no books for that that can train you on no. that. So you're literally carving your own path blind, trying to figure out how to be. A dancer at a at a club, and then eventually, hopefully, a feature headliner getting paid fifteen to thirty thousand dollars a weekend. Like, how do you like? How do you support your daughter in that endeavor? Like, do you watch her dance routines? Do you say Ooh, like this? God, outfit? you're getting yeah, too deep. Into exactly. This, man. But this yeah. is where my mind goes. Yeah. Like, and then you take it a step further. What if she wants to go full on? Yeah. Yeah, what if she wants to go full on touching touching man yeah, parts? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how do you negotiate that? Like, how do you teach her not to sacrifice herself and still maintain who she is in a field that literally is designed to take every intimate part of you and cast it on the floor to the masses of men who would then tromp upon it? And still maintain your dignity. Like, I, but that yeah, whole but the, to me, you know what though? I to play devil's advocate, uh, the it's not so much dignity because some of the best parts of being free is doing whatever the hell you want. No, that's just it. It's like doing whatever the hell you want and cloaking yourself in that and using that as your armor. Yeah, hell yeah. It's just how do you coach someone? On how to be naked and to allow things inside of themselves in an intimate fashion on social media and on film and on computers worldwide and somehow manage to keep a sense of themselves that is apart from all that. Like, how do you I mean, people do it. Oh, yeah. But how do you coach your kid on that when they decide, you know, I think that's I want to do that. 
Like, and mind you, being a swimsuit model, being a stripper, and being a porn star are not the same thing. They are not the same element. But I'm com coming from this aspect as a parent who is trying to reconcile what it's like as a male having a female child who wants to get into fields that are, well... They are very focused on the exploitation of the physical female body. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah, how do you... I just look at it like this. Like, uh, You okay? Did you spring a leak? Man, I feel like it just... Think, I, man, I thought about this for years, and I'm still just like... Oh, I don't... Oh, I don't... Oh. Yeah, I just... I don't know, man. That's a that's a like as much as I would love to act like I'm an expert on this topic. Like, no, man, because I don't know. I don't know. You know, it, 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 there was always like, like this country has come a long way in the sense of how to handle certain situations when kids come up to you and say certain things as teenagers or as adults. Mm -hmm. And one of them was, "Hey, mom and dad, I'm gay." Okay, right. Back in the day, it was, no, you're not. You're not gay. Oh, my God. You know, and that... that Do you know, like, 60% of teen runaways and homeless are, like, because they came out to their families? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I, God. I think about that, and it's like, that is a sexual preference choice that I don't know about because I I like the opposite You were born sex. on the easy side. In the sense of of having to have that conversation with a parent or with someone that I care, yeah, that's that's a difficult conversation. And those conversations, I can't tell you how I would handle. I would never ever turn one of my kids away if they're like, "Hey, I like the same sex," or "I like that." Right. I would never because that's not how I was brought up. But I also can't give you an exact opinion on how I would handle certain things until I was actually going through. It. Anybody right. could say what they would do, right? But when it actually comes down to it. And your daughter says, hey, I'm going to uh, try out for the amateur night at blank, blank strip club. And you're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of me would be like, you're not doing it under my house. You're not going to live here. And, you know, if you're 18 years older, well, obviously legal age. Right. But I would uh, you're not going to live under my if you want to be that independent, you can do that on your own time. You know, while you are in, in between then you, you wouldn't let her stay in the house and dance. No. No, I'm sorry, I can't. I don't want. I got this thing about glitter, and it gets on couches. I don't need that on couches. You like know? seriously, that's the one reason the glitter. <laughs> seriously, no. I think I, again. I'm just. I'm speaking out of turn. I don't know what I would say. I would have to. I would have to honestly uh, be actually in that situation to be able to give an educated, detailed response to that. And uh, you know, I, I just think that before you. Before you say, oh, I tell her, hell no, not in my house. Uh, just think. Uh, to What is dumb to certain people is genius to others. You know? I mean, what, what certain people look at as a fun time and as a way of life, others look at. There's people that look down on me that are from northern Michigan that are working in a factory or working in a physically labored job. And they hear that I'm working in radio and they're like, oh, you're a piece of crap. You're lazy. You're lazy, you know? So everybody's got their opinion, yeah. and that's fine. I get paid to talk about people like that, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Like, while you're getting your hands dirty and we'll have a broken back by 50, 
Oliver broken back at 60 due to laziness. So it's like, you know, I look at it and there's just, there's so many elements to that question that I can't give you an educated response because but, I haven't gone but through you, it. You'd like to aspire to the idea that you'd have the most enlightened, like supportive response. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. But you know what? It could be the exact opposite. Like you can admit that now. I could admit you could flip out. Yeah, like if your I could. Says, yeah, Daddy, I'm but I don't up. know because again, like I'm such a do what you want as long as it makes you happy and it doesn't hurt other people. You know, so it's like I don't know. I don't. I, I that's such like a it's such a a layered question that has many responses. So yeah, that uh yeah I, I don't know. That's that's a lot. Um, so you got your nose pierced. I did. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of making dramatic decisions. Yep. Yeah. And and you know what? I I will say that I don't regret it at all. Um, but I have this irrational fear now that it's going to get infected. And I just, I've been Googling. I am the biggest hypochondriac. You are the strangest dude on earth. I know. You are all like, I oh my God, trouble. I want to I get my ear, nose pierced. And the yep. minute it gets pierced, all you think about is... You are you are the pain causingest trouble yeah. hypochondriac gas. Yep. No, I decided to make you know I did decide to make some changes in my life to make myself happier, and one of them was that I was going to stop wearing a hat. So I stopped wearing a hat because I finally hit my head in the right way to where I decided I don't give a crap what anybody thinks about me or what I look like or what people perceive me as. I perceive myself as as myself. I've gotten this far in life. Uh, I would like to say that I'm a successful at my job. Uh, I'm working on being successful in other elements of my life, but I'm not going to walk around and wear a hat because I'm going to shy myself away from what other people think about me. I just don't care anymore. But to say successful is right. Like you're, you're in a, you're in a field where the jobs are disappearing and you get to run a, you not only get to run one station, but you get to participate on a heritage station that is going nowhere. Like that's the closest thing to job security you can possibly have in this business. Yeah. And it's something to where, you know, with, you know, so I cut my hair, I decided to get an actual haircut. And I remember my boss told me a long time ago, he's like, uh, this is when I was working in a different market. And he's like, you should just grow your hair out like how you normally would. Just like cut it how you normally would. And for five years, I didn't do that. I was a shell of myself, and I just put a hat on because I didn't want anybody to see my alopecia. And winter was my favorite time of the of the year because I could put a beanie on that covers up all of my hair, and I could put a hood on underneath it, over over it. And I was just so like obsessed with, oh well, I don't want to uh, offend anybody by the way that I look. And now it's like I don't care. Like I did these interviews, and that was I said if I could get through these interviews of talking to people that make a living off of looking good. I mean, with the rock star lifestyle, mm-hmm. you want to look good you know you want to make sure that you're all glammed up and everything if i could look like myself and they don't make comments or they don't say anything or they don't like look at me weird i could Mm -hmm. get through and and that's what i did so with that i've always wanted to get my nose pierced it was something that i always wanted to do and i was like you know what i'm gonna do it uh so a couple nights ago i went to the tattoo parlor uh in front of me was a mother and daughter i'm guessing the daughter well the daughter was under 18 because they had to like sign a waiver and uh, I kept thinking to myself, oh, I knew that she was getting her nose pierced because they, they discussed it openly, like in front of me, you know, as I was waiting in line. Right. And I thought to myself, if she doesn't cry and I cry, that is the least manly thing next to getting a nose piercing I can do. <laughs> and so she got hers done. She didn't cry. I was like, oh, I can't. Or actually, she did cry. She did because she grabbed a tissue. 
I was like, well, I guess I can cry then. I could just blame it on like it hitting, oh my God, it hitting a nerve or something. Nose, I know man. it was a joke. I ended up sitting down. Uh, the guy put two dots and was like, where do you want it? And I was like, well, we don't push it further back. Like he gave me an option as to where I wanted to get it done. Right. Uh, the only problem right now is that um, I have a hoop, but it has a ball at the end of it. Yeah. And it's bothering the bejesus out of me. Yeah. Because I want a circle, a full circle. Yes. And I don't mind the hoop right now because, you know, it's got the, but it's got the ball on it. And are you, like, are you required to have the one with the ball? I in? have to have it for three weeks until it heals fully. And then I could take it out and replace it with something else. <laughs> so I wrote on the calendar because my stepdaughter has her cartilage pierced. And uh, yeah, so she she went full on agony, yo. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, you want to? Oh I heard getting the cartilage cartilage in your ear pierced hurts. Yeah. Well, she was in misery because it ended up getting infected. Okay. Ooh. And I had to hear about it every single day. Every day. She dude. paid to do it to herself and then complained every when this when it got day. when it got infected. But you know what? I also complained every single. Day when I had my kidney stone. But you complain about everything yeah. every yeah. single so, day. So, long story short, um, I got it done. I'm glad that I did it. I don't regret it at all. Um, I, I, you keep I, saying I don't regret it at all, and it, usually when people repeat that, mm -hmm. they do kind of regret it. I don't, you don't feel, you really don't feel, no, any I really don't. I really don't. The thing is, is it's, it's weird. It's weird, like, uh, getting something done that, you enjoy and then have having people look at you weird because of it you know like look I've, at you weird yeah i've had like a couple co-workers that are like have you always had your nose pierced because i have all these whole i've had my ears gauged out i've had my lip pierced i've had so i think that they almost thought that i've had it done the whole time i just never had anything in so it's kind of an easier conversation but it's also like the weird looks you know like we have a certain co-worker here that is very right-winged and I know that when it comes to... No, what, he did not. Did and, he really give you a little Just looking look? at me weird. And that's fine, because I don't care what he thinks, but I, I get comedy. I got two... I got an earring in both ear. In both ear. Yeah. In both ears. Like... Uh, just, uh. You know, the thing is, is this. Ugh. I don't care what other people do. Right. And, it's just... and, and that's what I've learned. The hardest lesson that I've had to learn lately is to worry about myself and to worry about, like... Dude, this whole like not wearing a hat thing, as much as it was like a trigger to make me upset, like I wore a hat for five years, like a hat every day for five years. I wouldn't go do certain activities when it was time to stay like stuff that you don't even normally think about. So like standing up for the Pledge of Allegiance to me, you do you take your hat off like you take your hat off that to mm -hmm. me. There's no ifs, ands or buts about it. You take your hat off. But that moment of embarrassment of like, man, I'm wondering what the people are standing behind me. What do they think? of? They don't give a crap about that I got. They look for a second and go, oh, that's kind of weird. And they go back to their business. Right. You know, I would walk from point A to point B when I would like forget my hat in the car and a car would pass by me and I would look behind me like, oh, did they know? You think they care? No, they're texting and driving. They don't care. Jeez, <laughs> they don't care. Like the thing is, is people, <laughs> do, people don't care about your problems as much as you think that they care about them. Yeah, that's accurate. You know, yeah. and it's just like it's it's an empowering thing, man. Like I've come to learn that it's like I like the way that I look now. You know, the haircut that I have right now is a very let me speak to your manager haircut. 
Like, I don't... It is not. I, it is. It, it is. is not. It is. It is. And I can't unsee it. But it's because the lady messed up at my hair. Because I notice it now. She faded it less over here or over on one side. And it kind of swoops I over. Di- I did notice that, yes. Yeah. But it's like, you know what? It'll grow out. Whatever. Like, I'll go get it It cuts. looks like a good, capable haircut. <sighs> and it looks like someone... Who's just out there having a good time and wanted to fade up? It like was, it's not like full on military or anything. You just, you, man. You here's man, the thing though. Man. It was so weird, dude, to go five years without a haircut. Yes, my my. Like shout out to the people that are bald and that shave their head every day. Did that for a couple of years, actually for like a year and a half. Before I would just wear a hat and it would cover it up for the most part. Mm-hmm. But like it was so weird to sit in that chair again and just like. I don't know. It was weird, man. It was it was a uh, like a uh, okay. I'm doing this, and you know what? Like I did it. I feel better about it. And now I just want to get to the point to where I forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. To where it's become such a normal thing every day. To where I don't. I still find myself putting my hood up every once in a while, and I t- I have to learn take it off. Like, dude, who cares? I have to like it's like retraining your brain almost. Yeah, that's exactly. It's conditioning. Yeah, it's reconditioning and your it's brain just to like, see it differently. It's it's realizing that it's like you know what. I'm a good-looking dude. Like, and, and I I need 0.5% of your ego. That's all that I need. It sounds like you already got it. <laughs> Just hearing you talk right now, but I'm like, damn, is, like, okay, it, there hit, you go. it hit me, like, over the weekend, man. I was doing a live broadcast, and I was like, I'm just going to stop wearing, like, I almost feel like I had a dream about it at night or something because it's like I woke up the next day, and it was the first thing that I thought of, and I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, I got a constant suntan line. Like, I got a line up here because I wear snapbacks. So, like, I got a big, like, and then, like, I look sick because I don't go outside. Because if I go outside, I got to wear my hat. And if I got to wear my hat, I'm sweating. And I'm not sweating during the summer. Like, I'm trying to stay inside. Like, I would avoid this stuff. And after a while, I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Like, yeah. there's there's going to be some tests to it. There's going to be some tests. Oh, to of it. course. Because there's going to be places that I regularly go to with a hat that I'm not going to wear a hat anymore. Like and you know where? what? Uh, like concert venues that like uh, that I become like accustomed to going to and being comfortable at because I could just throw a hat on or a beanie. And it's like, no, like I want to go to St. Andrews and it's like there's thousands of people here. I don't care. Like I don't care. Like I'm never going to see you again. And if I am going to see you again, ask me about it. Like I went in front of a class today of third graders, which third graders can be crazy mean if they want to be. Yes, like, they do. Like I've got a third grader. Like you know, they can be mean. Well, they, third graders only going to be mean if they're comfortable with you, right? If they don't know you, they kind of treat you like a generic authority, right? But it's like you know, I went in there without it, and I shared my story of like you know, I get bullied about this stuff as an adult, and it's just like you just have to realize that like. You're a good-looking person. You have qualities to yourself. You know, it's just it's, it's giving myself a pep talk is is all that it took. And I wish that I would have done it a lot earlier. And you know what? Like, if certain people don't want to be around me because of it, okay, then you were my friend to begin with. Mm. You know, I will say this though, mm. and, and and that's the or I love to hear that. But I will say this. <sighs> I talked about this on the podcast a while ago, and I don't want to call this person out again. Okay, stop right there. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. We have already lost one podcast to you feeling like you went too emotionally deep. No, in no, it. no. This doesn't have Are to do t- with like my home life now. Um, okay. This has to do with respect. 
and I just want to get your okay. opinion. This time I'm going to talk through it instead of just like verbally assaulting this person, okay? All right. Let's do Okay. Okay. So before we wrap this show up, yesterday I had an interview um, with a band that I really like. Maybe at some point I'll talk about said interview, but I don't feel comfortable doing it now. But I posted on Facebook that I was going to the show. Mm-hmm. And my friend who ditched out on me a couple months ago mm-hmm. with the no call no show commented and said, You're going? And I put a stop gif. Like it was a guy pointing the stop sign, like stop. Like just you you're not gonna convince me that you're going again. Like you already you blew me off once. Mm. You can see where this story's going. Okay. So that happened. He blew me off. And wait, wait, wait. He blew me off again. Wait, 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 wait. You hit the stop thing. Yeah. But then you guys had a conversation. And then, he, and then he said, you stop. And I said, I said, you're not going. He's like, yes, I am, but you don't have to believe me. And I said, okay, I don't. So then he gets a hold of me, and he's like, hey, the girlfriend's got my got the car. I can't do anything. Now, in full disclosure, there's from what I'm understanding, there's only one vehicle. So if that's the situation, that's fine. What makes me mad is the fact that I tried calling you to kind of see like what's going on, and you couldn't call me back and be like, hey, man, I can't make it. That's what makes me mad about it. Because to me, if you're going to ditch out, that's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. But it's the way that you go about it. To okay. me, a no call... I'm, I'm uh, going to tell you right now. I'm sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but, go I, but I got to get these thoughts out before I forget. Yep. Okay, first of all, he took your statements on Facebook as a direct challenge. And then on the public thing that is Facebook responded that he was going to go correct uh yes i'll read off the comment exactly but yeah no 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 you don't have to okay he said on facebook he was going to go and you guys are just doing your thing like his friends on facebook said he's going yeah you called him later to confirm he didn't pick up he called you back later while you're at the show no he didn't do that so this is how the conversation went um through text if I can find it, what is going on? Uh, through text. Wait, you said you called him. And he no, didn't no, pick no. Up. So he said, uh, I told him, I, well, I said, did you buy a ticket for tomorrow yet? This is on Tuesday. No. Do you think it will sell out? And I said, I got your ticket. I'll get you. I got you hooked up on a ticket. I said, don't know what time the interview is tomorrow, but if you want to come with me, you can. He said, I'm down. Did you land the interview? I said, yeah, it's at 8 p.m. He said, sick. He's like, what time do you want to head to the show? I said, I'll be there around 7.30 so I could either meet you there around that time or send you your ticket now. Like I could screenshot it and send it. He said, I'll just meet you. So then yesterday at five o'clock, when I'm already heading down there, are you coming from home or work? And I said, I'm visiting my grandma and then I'm going. Like I'm 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 in the area already. He's like, Well, you know, my girlfriend isn't home from school yet, so I'm waiting for her car. I said, Okay. I said, traffic on seventy five is screwed. And he's coming from the Flint area. So he's like, still waiting on my girlfriend. I was hoping you were coming from home so I could ride with you. And I said, Yeah, I was with my grandma when you texted. And I said, Are you coming from Lapierre? He said, Yeah. And I said, Call me when you get a minute. And there was no response. There was nothing else after that. And that was at like six o'clock. I am I am ninety percent confident he was never going. I'm starting to think that too. And here's the deal, bro. Okay. The thing about people who do things and people who don't, it's like the people who do things, they don't really have to say much. They're just like, Yeah, I'm right. gonna do it, and then it's gonna happen. The people who don't they got all types of reasons and explanations for why some stuff don't work out. Yeah. Like, that's the thing about, like, people who do versus people who don't. And it's like, the minute you come at me on Facebook, like, I've had people 
like come at me on Facebook. I'll see you at the show. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. In my mind, I'm like, no, I won't. No, I won't. But see, that's the thing. I've spent my whole entire life getting let down. I did that with my mother. Done that with friends. And like last night, like I was driving home and I'm not trying to make it like, I was so depressed and so upset and everything. But I was upset, man, because I'm like, about to say, dude, we do that every show, man. No, Come on now. It's like it's upsetting, man, because it's like I was I, I hate going to concerts by myself. I don't like it. And my wife doesn't want to go, which is fine. I'm not going to bring my stepdaughter to a show like that. That's a rough show. And it was in a bad area. And it's so it's like my choices of who I can bring to said show are very limited. And you know what the solution is? Getting more friends. I need more friends. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I need more friends. I have a total of. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I have a total of like four friends. No, no. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. A friend is someone that you know when the chips are down, they yeah. got your back. You got four of those people in your life. I've got two. Okay, there yeah. you go. That's more accurate. Because yeah. to me, that's a friend. Everybody yeah. else is pals, buddies, acquaintances, everything else. Yeah. Or family. Yeah. Which, depending on how close you are with your family, could be friends, pals, acquaintances. Yeah. You no, know. I've got, I, actually, come to think of it, I got one. I've got one person that I know, if stuff went down, he would go to bat for me. Okay. If we were in a crowd and a fight broke out and I got sucker punched, right? not only would he carry me out, but he would take a couple people with him. Okay. Uh, that one person. That's it. That's okay. it. It used to be, I used to think 20, 30, but then you get older and you start realizing these people don't care about you. They just mm. want free stuff out of it. Or they just want like, oh yeah, let's hang out once a year and call ourselves best. Like, no. Right. And you know what? I'm coming, I'm coming into an age where I'm learning that it's okay. That's okay if that's the person that you are. Like you with you, how you were with me until I think you've kind of learned now. There's legit reasons as to why I miss two shows out of the umpteen that, you know, there are reasons. But I know why you were like, it's okay. That's who you are. That's I, I why yeah. I'm not going to get mad at you. I just know to expect it. But that's also a part <laughs> on my end of re-earning your, uh, like, ability to trust me when I say I'm going to be somewhere. No, but that's just it. Like, I do trust you mm-hmm. on things that aren't show related. Yeah. Like, because... Like, um, like when it comes to stuff like the podcast, if we lock down a time, it's going down. Right. If like we got to do something for work or if we want to get lunch or something or something that personally benefits us. Yeah. Then, yeah, it's going to happen. Right. But like whenever you add factors of like drive time, yep. family, negotiation of family. Yep. Like I'm like, OK, like any one of those factors is going to interrupt. And but it's see, like you and it's like I don't take that personal. Right. Because I don't put my stakes in whether you will follow through on things. Yeah. I put my stakes on, is this something I want to do? Like, right. this is actually how, when uh, when I met my girl, like, that was one of the things that I had decided about dating that I had learned in some article I read online. Basically, you don't ask people to go out with you. You go do things and invite people you want to get to know. How, so, how desperate does it look? Because I was talking to a family member about this. How desperate does it look if... If I put the dates of the shows that I'm going to be going to, and I say, hey, if you want to come along with, shoot me a message. Is that's that desperate? The, that's the surest way to have nobody go. <laughs> no, seriously. Why, though? Seriously, because 
because, and this is a weird. And it would be just this, my personal hold, hold Facebook up. page. This is a weird thing about people. Okay, they, <laughs> they want to know that they can be part of your good time. But they don't want to feel at all responsible for it. Yeah, that's true. But so, if somebody so, put on... So, no, yeah. here's how you do it, though. What you do is you go, you get a picture with the band, mm-hmm. you post that, you talk about the interview you had, you take pictures of some wild stuff that goes down, you post it, you make where you go an event space. Like, you are having the time of your life. Even if it's nine people for these people, mm-hmm. you say, these are nine of the most dedicated people I've ever seen and some stuff's about to go down. And you take pictures of stuff or you just talk about it. But you have to treat the events you go to yeah. like there's something worth being at. Yeah. And to some extent, I've known a lot of people in my life who just like I know a lot of people have to go to movies with people, have to go to shows with people. Mm-hmm. But like the thing is, you can't ask people to go with you. You have to create a life for yourself. Yeah. For your own sake. Yeah. Where it's a series of things that you enjoy regardless of whether someone goes with you. And trust me, you will find people who can't wait to be where you at, Here's no the, matter what the situation is. I love going to the movies by myself. It's one of my favorite things. Hmm. I, I could sit and watch a movie every weekend by myself. And if I if I had the time, I would. Because it is my way of getting away from everything and everyone and turning off for two hours. Have you seen the trailer for the new A24 movie, The Death of Dick Long? No. You should. Okay. It seems like a horror. It seems like a kind of Stephen Con- Stephen King kind of murder story slash comedy. Okay. Um, you love the May twenty four movies. Yeah. I, I saw. Well, it today. that uncut gems, man, with uh, Adam Sandler. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, I, that's going to be. A good I can't one. wait to see. But, what's going. but anyway, like even I can't with tonight, you like to go see movies by yourself. But, yeah, but like tonight, I have the opportunity to go to a movie with a friend. But I wouldn't be home until midnight. And I'm like, I got to get up early. Yeah, so I I don't know. Regardless, um, I think of it and I'm like, you know what? I need to start... I need to start doing what's best for me and I have been doing that but I also like you said I do need to create environments where people want to come to it but you have to do it for your own sake yeah like you have to do and things. it's becoming your own best friend too yes that's my number one thing yes. that I'm working the on. the minute people like there is nothing more attractive than someone who is content with what they do and who they are yeah because people want that because they don't feel secure in themselves they don't feel sturdy yeah like and there's nothing that makes you like makes people want to be around you more than when you're just like I'm doing my thing. Like yeah. you can come, but I don't expect you. And it's funny. Like okay, you know I'm a pan- I'm a handsome, charming dude. I I know my way around dating and whatnot. I watched before before I met my girl. I wa- when I changed the way I dated. Yeah. I saw the percentage of like standups go down dramatically mm-hmm. and and it and it was it, it, it happened so fast it shocked me like yeah. there actually came to a point where i was when i would when i would ask girls out and they would actually show up i was like oh i was kind of looking forward to being alone i didn't really want to negotiate a new person in my life like <laughs> i was actually gonna do this event by myself yeah but like like once i met my girl i had to that was pretty much like oh i'm good with that end of my life but yeah yeah it's just you have to have confidence that the things you're doing are the things you want to do. In the end, the, the whole thing is know thyself. 
Yeah. Once you know what you want to do, why you want to do it, and when you want to do it, nobody can tell you anything, but everybody will want to be around you to ask what you think. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, don't don't post anything about wanting anyone to go with you. Anytime a friend says, hey, I'm going to do it, but, like, I don't, I don't, 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 yeah. don't, don't. Yeah. Don't. No, and that's the thing, too, man. Like, I, I just want to... Be able to share the experiences that I'm gifted and receiving with other people. Um, but I also can't expect everybody to like the same things that I do. Mm-hmm. You know, because the stuff that I like, especially lately, isn't for everybody. I don't expect to take certain people to a show with them accepting and understanding that they might get punched in the face or that they might get kicked or that they might, you know, like that it's not, you know. Or going to see a horror movie that has all the blood and guts and gore in it. Not everybody likes that stuff, you know, and and that's fine. But I think with with learning to appreciate myself and what I bring to the table, um, other people will learn to appreciate that as well, you know. So, yes, and you have to appreciate it first, first yeah. and foremost. And by the way, that you said that one person who is like down for everything who's got your back no matter what was that person me? Hell no. Okay, good. <laughs> now you joking. have two friends. <laughs> No, I think, you know, I think about that. I think about when you think about friendships, to me, the definition of a friendship, if if I was getting beat up, would that person stand to the side? Would that person intervene or would that person offer to get their ass whooped in order to help me not it get depends <laughs> on the reason you're getting your ass whooped now if it's self-deserved if i'm yeah. under the influence of you know if i'm drunk or whatever and i'm like yeah hit me hit me i deserve to get my butt whooped yeah and my friends would stand there and watch yeah until i got my clock clean yeah and then kind of like shut the shoot shut the stuff down yeah and we go about our business but like if you, if you didn't earn it and somebody came in look mm, yeah i got about I got about five, six people I know that, like, when the stuff went down, like, they'd have my back. Yeah. And it's like, it's a luxury. I've been very fortunate. I also worked hard for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of going to things sometimes I didn't want to go to for people right. I cared about, something because they wanted to go. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of doing things that I didn't necessarily want to just because they wanted to do. Yeah. So it's, yeah. But it's, it's. It can happen. Just you go to a lot of shows, you do the exact center of what you want. Yeah. And you'll meet people. Like that's where I met all my people, like doing things I wanted to do. Yeah. And we saw each other and we struck up conversation and now we think it's I need to do more of that. I definitely do. Alright, we gotta wrap this up. Charlotte Shoe Repair, big shout out to them. Charlotte Shoe Repair. Check them out online at CharlotteShoeRepair.com. We'll have another episode to you next week. In between then, uh, peace and love. Have a great day.